Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's more than a podcast. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify Him as we broadcast the Lord's grace and God's wrath. More serious than a bomb blast. Full disclosure inside the title. No surprises, simply put, guys with Bibles. Yeah. Just some regular reborn reformed cats If it's in the Bible then they're gonna speak on that Cause the scripture is the final word okay. Competing ideas quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured <laughs> yeah. We were lost in the darkness of night immersed in sin But then the, the light, light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ that shines light The word in Genesis that assigned life in hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power of the gospel Yeah, yeah Hey everybody, it's Guys with Bibles. I'm Lee. I'm Scott. And this is what we're doing. <laughs> and this is what we're doing. Uh, and... We're back. We're talking about more Ephesians tonight. Ephesians 4. With the By the grace of God, we'll be getting through verses 10, 11, 12, and 13. Which seems like a pretty big task. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. There. Yeah. If we can is... get through verse 11, I'm going to be impressed. <laughs> if we even get to verse 11, I'm going to be impressed. So, <laughs> but on another note, we would we do have an announcement and I don't know if Lee wants to go ahead and take the reins on this one. Yes, Sean uh Sean talked with us uh, the other day and he is going to step back from the show for a period of time. He wanted to um get with his family, spend some time with his family. Um, this whole COVID pandemic stuff has been hard on everybody. And, uh, he wanted to, uh, you know, check in with his kids and make sure things are going okay over the passage of time. And, um, and so we're, we're with him on that. Uh, so you're not going to hear Sean for at least a a few months, uh, probably quite some time. Um, yeah, because he is, uh, courting, He's courting a, a girl right now. A lady. <laughs> and he's got himself a lady. So um, he is spending his time with his kids and his soon-to-be. Perhaps, hopefully. Perhaps, soon, soon hopefully, soon-to-be. Um, so just be praying for him. Um, encourage him. Um, he's still a part of the show. He's still a host. So uh, it's not that he's left. He is basically just taking a pastoral sabbatical yeah he's taking a sabbatical that's a good that's good so, to describe it yeah so i think that's pretty good but anyway with us in spirit exactly <laughs> he he can never get away from us yeah yeah he yeah he signed up for this thing for life so yeah he can uh he'll be back it's a promise or we'll find him and <laughs> make him pay make him pay He's going to feel the pain. <laughs> so, Scott, do you want to read the our, our passage for today? I shall read the passage for today. All right, Ephesians 4, verse 10. He who descended is himself also he who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all things. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some 
as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of service, to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. And this ends the reading. Well, that's good. That's been a great episode, you guys. Uh, Scott, where, they can, where can they find us? No. Hey, so you can find us at Guys Bibles. So, uh, so what we got going on here, so he, as we have covered over um, from the start of verse 1 in chapter 4, all the way till we get to verse 10 here, um, it is talking about how the saints are in unity in one spirit, one body, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, under one God and Father of all who is through and all in all, um, which was done all through um, Christ's incarnation and his work and ministry here on earth through the death and resurrection. Um, we, we are getting all of this in literally 13 verses and you're you're getting, which is all compact theologically because um, you have you you literally have the Trinity within the words of these verses you have the Father the Spirit the Son um, you have his atonement um, as he ascended he descended um, he gave his life up far um, so that he might fill all things. Um, then he gave some as apostles, which is him is Paul transitioning, saying, look, he has equipped men and established them as apostles, as prophets, as evangelists, as pastors and teachers. And this was to equip the saints for the work and the service to building up the body of Christ for his return, right? So we're seeing this transpire through these verses and you're just, you're kind it's kind of overwhelming theologically. And a lot of people could just burn through chapter four or these, these verses in verse one through 16 and kind of just burn right through it without really hesitating to stop focus on what's being said and and how to really chew on it and really soak up the juices from it you know mm-hmm. kind of like so it's it's a really good jerky you know you just got to <laughs> chew on it savor that taste you know as long as you can just before you swallow it before you you run out of the bag you know and then your wife's yelling at you cuz you spent $20 on the bag of jerky <laughs> So, yeah, just look at look at this like little section right here, 1 through 16. Dude, this is theologically rich of Paul's teaching right here in the unity of the spirit through Christ um, and how we are all unified together. And I think the church really needs to to really focus on this right now and in, in today's day and age. What do you think? 
for sure um unity is a is a big issue especially today um you know it's one thing to be divided over uh real true um dividing points of doctrine um but we're we're dividing in the church over much lesser things than uh than doctrine um political issues societal issues um all sorts of issues that are are dividing the church and we're um we're majoring on uh on the small things we need to come together on the larger ideas of, of the core truths of of the faith and unity i mean unity has been a problem in the church for a long time because we are by nature sinful and because we're sinful we're fractious and we like conflict even if we say we don't um people have been fighting for a long long time um but it's especially sad when the covenant people of god fight among themselves so um it's always a, a timely call for people to uh to be united right i am interested you know since you're talking about the uh the tight and complex theology of this section um when i was reading through it again going back to verse 8 uh in a, a specifically where he's uh, quoting from the psalms and and talks about how uh when he ascended on high he led captive a host of captives and he gave gifts to men and i see uh, a, a pretty deep connection with this whole next paragraph after that um of, of these gifts the gift of unity and that unity is based on the groundwork that was laid by um the men of the church specifically the apostles and the, and the prophets um how those were gifts and and more gifts have been given on top of that namely um uh, the men of the church right who, who've been building and and uh and leading the church on earth and equipping the saints yeah yeah exactly um i know we, we talked last time but uh a little bit about the christology aspect of this section but i think we have some more christology in verse 10 um and I, last time i talked a little bit about uh, people who have false christs uh who have not ascended um, that they were just created uh, people who say that jesus is just a man either who became god or was not divine at all and was just a good teacher um and then we have kind of the opposite uh where people who denied that he descended um we have to have him doing both that's the picture of the christ that's that's not only prophesied in the in the prophets but also uh described in the gospels so right. for those, for instance, I think it was the was it the Gnostics who basically, um, who basically denied that Jesus even had a body, and that to have a body would be um, would be evil because matter is evil. Oh, that's not the Gnostics. That's the uh, um, weren't those the Manichaeans? Gosh, I'm so bad on these old cults. I'd but have to I'd have to relook I'd, it up. I'd have to go back and look, but there was a a movement of people that basically rejected matter and that matter was evil. It was sort of a dualistic system where the spiritual, the immaterial was was virtuous, but the material um stuff that you see and touch uh is corrupting. And the goal the was to attain to the spiritual and not to the material. So, and Buddhism is a little like that, for instance. But, um, but 
there were specifically some that said that Jesus didn't even have a physical body, that he was just a spiritual manifestation on earth. Well, obviously, we can't believe that. Um, right. He he did descend um, in bodily and walked on the earth as a man, um, being truly God and truly man simultaneously. We can't forget um, that part. He's got to be deity, and he's got to have humanity. Exactly. The hypostatic union. Yep, exactly. It get, like Shylin says, it gets no deeper. <laughs> exactly. Shylin said it, so we got we to gotta be with Ex- it. Exactly. Dude, I, I can't right. believe I got to meet that guy. So get this. So speaking of Shylin, anyways, this we're going to go down a rabbit trail. Tell us. So anyways, we were at the Nine Marks convention at Cedarville or whatever, and Shylin was speaking. And I kid you not, this dude, <laughs> this dude sat at our table for, what was it, about 15 minutes, talked to me. I just sat there and talked to him like he was just another brother at the convention, wow. you know. Dude, I had no idea who he was. No. Then, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it was great to meet you. I was like, I'm Scott, yada, yada. And then uh, Dana and, well, Mr. Gantz, Mr. Gantz, you know, <laughs> and uh, them, they were like, you know who that was, right? And I go, no, I ain't got a clue. And they're like, that was Shy Lynn. And I go, who's Shy Lynn? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, they're like, literally, that guy, that was, that was him. That was him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh no! And then Did you ask him his name. Well, he introduced himself, and I guess I oh, okay. I didn't really pay attention. You know, I was kind of just <laughs> focused on the Q and A's. You know, but he was talking to me too. And then, uh, then he got up and he was preaching on Job in the big like church hall, oh my, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this guy's a this guy's a big he's, deal. He's one of the guys. Guy, this guy's one of the guys, and oh man, it was so funny. I felt like a total loser, you know, or I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's when that I became is... hooked to Shylin. Like, what a boom. way. What a way to get hooked, though. Yeah. Just got to meet him and kind of sat there and nonchalant talked to him. I don't even think he knew I knew him. <laughs> wow <laughs> so he was probably talking to just a regular joe that day you know he's like wow fine cool honestly it was probably refreshing it probably was you know to not have somebody falling all over him oh wow i loved your album blah, blah, well blah, blah. if i if i would have known who he was it probably, i probably would have been that go go girl you know and been like shylin i love you and then would have had nothing to talk about like you'd just been starstruck or something yeah yeah, probably it was probably refreshing talk. for him. Yeah. It was probably a good thing you didn't know him at that moment. It probably was. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. I, Dana, it was funny because we drove home and Dana says, did you even look at the upcoming people in the pamphlet? And I go, no, I didn't. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride, man, and the free books. <laughs> oh, yeah, the free books. I was like, that's... That's all I was here for, really. And then all of a sudden, I got beat. I was like, dang. And it turned into a great story. Yeah, it's an embarrassing story, you. but 
No, I'm just kidding. But so, looks All right, like Scott, do you want to do you want to do you want to say something about verse eleven? I I do I do I do. So um. So as it as it flows in from verse ten, he who descended is himself. Also, he who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all things. Okay, so we have this closing right here in parentheses um, that started. Where did the parentheses start? Uh, in beginning of verse nine. Was it nine? Yes, it is nine. Now, the, it now is. this expression. Yeah, now this expression, he ascended. Yes. So right there, that's closing that idea up. And as we're moving into verse 11, we get to. And he gave some, which I think it's I think it's important that we're focusing on right here in the very first verses. And he gave some as apostles. Mm-hmm. Some, some. There's this. This isn't. This isn't a term that is to be taken out of context. Where well, we're all apostles. No. No, you're not. Okay. Right. So we have some, which is important. So that means a minor few. And mm-hmm. then some as prophets and some as evangelists. So we have to notice that in these categories that Paul is listing out here, these are very few filled positions that Christ has set aside for certain men to go out and do. Mm-hmm. So as we speak, for instance, the apostles, they were the only apostles. It. No more. There's no... The 12. This is it, yes. You're, this is all you get. The rest are disciples of... If they are after Christ, they are disciples of... The apostles they're not apostles they're disciples of apostles which in turn are disciples of christ mm-hmm. so they were after and then you have some as prophets these prophets were before christ so now we're going back into along with the apostles who are prophets as well They are to be Christ's spokesmen, his messengers into the nations, you know. So that's who these apostles are. And a prophets, these are prophets, right? Mm -hmm. Then we have evangelists. This is a category for some people who evangelize to other believers, who are evangelizing to the non-believers, the Gentiles, as the Bible would speak of it, um, the Greeks, the Romans, uh, the over in Asia. You know, you go deeper into Africa. You know, across the seas, these are evangelists. You know, we might call them missionaries, missionaries, which is in turn today in terms of today. Mm -hmm. And then we also have some as pastors and some as teachers. These are Christ given positions. He equips the believer and appoints them. Yes and appoints them to these positions. So, you can't appoint yourself. Christ appoints you. 
so as we get into this and verse 12 really alludes into this for the equipping of the saints for the work and service to the building up of the body of christ and then it comes down into verse 13 where he's he's coming into it and he's saying until we all attain to the unity of the faith which is by the culmination of the gospel and the Holy Spirit, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, which is given to the mature man by the Spirit, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Wow, I think we could probably actually make it through verse 13. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a total flow of logic there. So yeah. uh, he does, he makes it all make sense and, and flow together as a cohesive thought, so... I mean, yeah. was, uh, obviously, you can tell Paul was a very smart and well, well-spoken and well-written man, and he's very intelligent. And he was he was going blind at the time. So, <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, so, on top of uh, all, right, right. I, so, so um, here's an intriguing thing in in verse eleven that I was I was looking at, and there for some context, we can we can drop back down to um, Ephesians two twenty. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna flip there. You, you can't. Go ahead. You don't have to. Uh, so he's talking. I'm gonna start in verse 19. So then you're no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. Great. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus Himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, is growing into a holy temple in the Lord. So there's a particular. There's that particular phrase he's using there, the apostles and prophets, I'm talking about them laying a foundation. And I think one of the stronger proofs um, for our camp, which I'm sure you agree with this, but tell me if you don't, and you, you will probably uh, uh, strike a, a death blow to my heart, but <laughs> uh, we, we don't believe that there are apostles and prophets today. That huh? is a gift. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> I'm Apostle Woodruff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, guys, the Bible has been fun, you guys. You know what? <laughs> it's been a and good a, time. And I'm a prophet. <laughs> yeah, you're both. This some business, you're one of both of both camps. I'm one of. I got the fifty fifty mix flow. You know. <laughs> 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 so I'm no. so reading this. I think it makes sense that he lists them first because he's already talked about those two camps, those two giftings, as building a foundation. So the the apostles, as you or as you said before, the prophets were were God's messengers from the Old Testament, and they were laying the foundation of truth about God and about uh, and about His laws and His grace. And the same thing happens uh, with the apostles in the New Testament period uh, after the resurrection of Christ. These were still apostolic stories, uh, the Gospels, so they're authoritative and inspired. But this is that, that foundation that's being laid, in which we're talking about Scripture. So we don't need, we actually don't need apostles and prophets anymore because the revelation that God gave to those men at that time was written down and is inspired and preserved so that 
no more inspired messaging needs to come because we have the completed word as God intended it in the Bible. Yeah. So there's no reason to to ask for apostles and prophets anymore because what we need to do is acquaint ourselves with the Bible, interpret interpret it properly, and live by it, and, and pray and read the Bible for guidance when it comes to the directions of our lives, the directions of our churches. Um, and fortunately, we do have these other gifts um, of the evangelists and the pastor teachers. So um, God continues to give us those gifts, which are a benefit not only to the church um, and to individual Christians, but really to the world as far as the advance of the gospel is uh, is going out there into the world in um, the kingdom of God increasing. These are all things that I like. Boom. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so uh, here's an interesting thing. I want to run this by you. I don't know if you've if you've studied into this or heard of this before, uh, this actually came from the uh, Together for the Gospel talk that Ligon Duncan did at the 2020 uh, conference. And he talks about in verse 13 there that um, there's a he believes there's there should be a comma. So in verse 13 where it says, Until we all attain the unity of the faith. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's in 12. Sorry. Uh, verse 12. Um he says there should be a comma so for the equipping of the saints comma for the work of service comma to the building up of the body of christ so he thinks that should be three things not two things hmm so there would be there would be the equipping of saints right the work of service and the building up of the body of christ What's your hot take on that idea? Equipping of the saints. So it wouldn't just work read for the equipping of the saints for the work right. of service, but the work, there should be the a work comment, of service is right its there. own thing. Yeah. Right. Because he said, he said it's not that we want to uh, remove, we don't want to remove the responsibility of service from the pastors. Because, you know, some people talk about that where, like, you know, it's it's the pastor's job to equip the people of the church to serve. But he said, no, there is a there is service that is required of the pastor. It may not be the same as what the parishioners uh, are called to do, but um, they must be equipped for the service that they they have to render to the body. And I, you know, I was kind of taken aback by that idea. It's, right. It makes sense. And you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be uh, turned off by a comma there, honestly. Because after all, the punctuation is not part of the inspired text. Exactly. You know, exactly. Th- but it. I don't separates, think there's any punctuation in this letter in the Greek at all. But it it actually makes you look at it as, look, these are um, for the equipping of the saints, comma, but also for the work of service comma and to the building up of the body of Christ right yeah that was what he was he was contending for I mean because there is there is subtle distinctions between there honestly I think being a translator or a, what, are, what do they call those guys who do this um, 
Uh, yeah, the, there's like translation committees. Translation, yeah. I, I, I find it, I would find this to be the most difficult. Totally. Pro- probably, yeah, I would probably say it's probably one of the most difficult positions um, for a Christian to actually envelop himself or herself into transcribing the original language into the English language just because of the difficulty um, and of the vastness of the English language compared to a mm-hmm. Greek or Hebrew or Aramaic, you know, or Latin, right. um, which we have is a, a, a huge lexicon in comparison to those languages. Yeah, we have a plethora of words. <laughs> Ooh, good that, one. So I mean, we have all kinds of good lingo. We even have abbreviations, you know, and a lot of acronyms. Yeah. Like LOL, that's actually in the dictionary now. Yep. I could not believe that. <laughs> that's how. I was like, that's how far down we've we've. Uh, wow. Decided. Our intelligence has went to text messaging. <laughs> it just I. Uh, anyways, we're moving on. We're moving but on. Yeah. Through so so we've been gifted. Yeah. We've been gifted with. Um, over time over the course of the church with these gifts and that includes particular work um, yeah specifically also for building up the body of christ which that work does go on and that's that's the domain of of the the pastor the pastor teachers which technically is is one gift if we're going through here because some people have used this verse 11 to talk about the five-fold ministry and that gets thrown around a lot, especially in charismatic circles. But actually, technically, there are four gifts there. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastor teachers. Boom. And some of those gifts, yes, have ceased. Right. <laughs> right. We're going to take a hit on that one. But that's okay. <laughs> That's okay because I think I think various contexts bear out the fact that prophets and apostles are no longer needed, right? Because because we've got the full authoritative word of God. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to to issue any more messages, right? He speaks to us in the word. And That's if, more than enough for me because I'm I've far from mastered the Bible and understanding what it has to say. Oh, I don't exactly. think I, I don't need any special messages through some self-proclaimed apostle who I don't recognize. There's plenty to learn in the Bible. Yes, and if you guys want to talk about it, email us. Send send us a message. We'd love to talk about it. Oh yeah, shoot us some messages. I I would be afraid. It it's to me. It feels like when people are clamoring for a prophet or an apostle looking for a prophecy for today or something it reminds me of of where um the pharisees where the rich, are looking for the, a signs the yeah with the pharisees looking for signs and and where the uh the parable where the rich man goes to Hades and he's like oh you know send Moses back and have or him tell Abraham. my family yeah yeah he's looking into the bosom of Abraham and he's like he, you know, he's dying of thirst in Hades, and uh, and and you know, no, we're not. 
Moses isn't going to go back because even if a sign were to appear, if Moses were to appear to your brothers, they still wouldn't believe. Right. Because they didn't believe what Moses had to say. And if they didn't believe what Moses wrote, then no amount of signs, no special powers, no no nothing is, is going to uh, get the message to them uh, because they have flagrantly disobeyed and disregarded the word of God. So I'm I'm going to err on the side of the word and not asking for something special because uh, that seems to tell me that that won't even be effective. That won't. It's not. And it's not the ordained means. Right. And if you guys are wondering what passage he is talking about, he is talking about the passage in Luke 16, um, 19 through 31. Um, it's called the rich man and Lazarus. Um, there we go. It's a it's Abraham. a great. It's yeah. a great passage, and uh, I think if you dive into that, it's really, really neat. Um, just the the imagery. Yeah, Abraham. The imagery in, in verse twenty nine. Abraham says they have the they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. But he said, No, Father Abraham. But if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded, even if someone rises from the dead. Yeah. Pew. Pew. And I also, I like how, uh, uh, yeah, in verse 26, where it says, uh, he says, and besides all this between us and you, there is a great chasm fixed so that those who wish to come over from here to you will not be able and that none may cross over from there to us. This is this is basically the separation from heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is eternal judgment to eternal security in the kingdom of God. This is a very great image that you can see. People from from hell will be crying out in the gnashing of teeth, um, which will be screaming They're- out to the heavens, wanting to come over and the, it's just a giant chasm that is just impossible for them to cross so just just keep that imagery in your mind as you are reading this passage um, because as it flows into uh, verse 28 he dives into in order that he may warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment so he is already saying that this is this is already tormenting my mm-hmm. spirit as he is in this in this hell that he is in. So great, great right. passage. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I really like that passage. Um thank you, yeah. thank you. Good job. I really enjoyed that. So yeah, don't don't go asking for signs. We've got we've got plenty to learn in the pages of scripture. That's what God has ordained to preserve for us, to uh, to learn, to be exhorted from, uh, to be equipped. Um, it's the sword of the Spirit. I don't know what, what more you could want. Right. Yeah. So, Lee, right. where can they find us? They can find us on our website, guyswithbibles.com. I was about to say the www part. I'm like, no, that's antiquated. Guyswithbibles.com. www. Uh, that's where you can visit the blog and read the blogs there. You can also listen to audio of our episodes there. 
Um, but please do uh, use your free will to go uh, visit the podcatcher of your choice and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're on all the major podcast feeds, including Spotify, which is pretty awesome. Um, so uh, please go over there and subscribe. Uh, but you can also visit us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Guys with Bibles. You can also go to uh, Facebook and like our page and also request to join our Facebook group. Um, so just do the request to join and we will approve you and we'll have a great time there. You can also email us directly at guyswbibles at gmail.com and do uh, send us some feedback on this episode. Uh, if you disagree with us about the uh, the ceasing of the office of of apostle and the office of prophet, we want to hear from you. Might be it might be kind of fun to do uh, an episode based on answering some of that feedback. Would be right. pretty interesting. That'd be so, really cool. So bombard us with feedback, good good feedback, cri- you know, critical feedback. Um, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. And then also, you should check out the show notes because we do have the link to the Bar Network. Uh, we're part of a great network of gospel centered podcasts. And you should go and, and subscribe to those as well. You will thank us for the recommendation. Uh, I know uh, uh, Just Thinking just did a, a huge episode recently about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement that yeah. was dynamite. Uh, yeah, they did a really so good helpful. job on that. It was long. It's totally worth it. Of course, I, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a sucker for a long podcast, and especially when it's on a really great topic like that course i don't know i don't daryl and virgil could talk about just about anything and i'd be happy to listen so <laughs> but yeah it's, virgil it's an extra Walker is really good yeah uh, those guys are so smart and they're that is one of the most well-researched podcasts i've ever listened to so um so check them out uh ch- check out all the podcasts on the network and um level up yourself we, we have some really good <laughs> strong ladies on here that are really good at pod their podcast is really sound oh yeah um so so females jump over check out those um they're great and we're totally privileged to have them on on our network so um it's very uh diverse network very diverse so it's an exciting network to be part of yeah very exciting yeah that's uh truth and fire and uh and the uh thankful homemaker Yes, that's, yep. Cool. All right, guys, let us know what you think. Um, Maybe uh, here coming up, we'll come up with a podcast on recent books we've read and uh, what are some good books to check out. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. I'll start putting my list together. Yeah, I got, we'll do like the top five and then uh, we'll go from there. All right, well, we're guys with Bibles and we're out. We're out.